welcome to the Beginning by Thinking show. Today, we're going to be talking about Kanye West. If you haven't read the news recently, or have been living in a quarantined rock, which is totally understandable, uh, Kanye West is running for US president under an independent party. And we're going to be looking through his first ever political rally in South Carolina. It's interesting, and I'm going to start off by saying I'm not totally opposed to the idea, purely because I like the idea of widening the gap between uh, politicians and politics, to hopefully allow there to be space to allow intellectuals into politics and allow intellectuals to, uh, let's say, flex their muscles in positions of power. Uh, so we're going to look through the whole video. It's about 7 minutes and 21 seconds long, precisely, so it's not about... Um, and we're just going to see whether it's genuine political ambitions or some type of social media slam dunk. So let's press play on the video. Okay, so I stubbed my toe. Okay, so in the first second, right, he says he stubs his toe. And this is a sort of Kanye West in a nutshell, isn't it? He is a, he's a media virtuoso. He knows how to control an audience and he will control an audience. And with something as minor as stubbing his toe is somewhat captivating for people. So I, I just thought that was a quite an interesting way of starting his rally. I stubbed my toe. <laughs> Two years ago. I went to the doctor because I you know I gotta yay everything up. I gotta take everything way serious. Like I'm not just gonna some anoint some anoint man or whatever. I'm gonna go to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, though he sounds somewhat silly, um, and I use the word silly quite lightly, he's not a dumb guy. He's not stupid. He may be a, a little bit out of the loop, let's say, uh, but he's not dumb. To be able to stay so prominent in, uh, well, the circle of celebrities for so long, and to, to remain just so in the public eye, and be in such an outrageous position... Uh, is quite a accomplishment. So we know he's not dumb. So you, you you also know he's quite a flamboyant character as well. So I just can't quite gather yet whether he is interested in making America... Um, I nearly said making America great. Jesus, that's awful. Uh, I, I don't know whether he's got America's best interest at heart. I think he does, but then I'm not too sure. Uh, okay, let's... um. Let's resume the video. We're only 22 seconds in. So when I got there, five doctors asked me if I wanted pain medication. At the end of the year, they give out awards for people who have given out the most medication. In Europe... Now, on the case that's true, and I don't know, and I should be researching whether that's true before I'm speaking on it, but I'd rather sort of give some type of unscripted reaction... In the case that's true, that's very bad, and I think most people would agree that's a very bad thing if doctors are, are paid for the amount of medication they prescribe people. Uh, and there is a big problem in America with um, with painkillers. You know, there's so many cases of heroin towns being created um, through use of freely prescribed painkillers. And though I hate using documentaries for... Um, sort of sources to back up my point all you need to do is watch a louis theroux documentary on heroin towns in america 
and you can see how most of these people got hooked on uh, heroin by starting on painkillers because it's a minor form of heroin. Um, so yeah, he does raise an interesting point, but then, I don't know, Kanye West is the type of character who's pro-life as well as anti-vax, which is a very weird contradiction. It's like, no, we don't want to kill babies whilst they're in the lady's stomach, but when they're out in the world, they can they can then die then. It's sort of a little bit, I don't know, tiny bit hypocritical. Alright, let's carry on. There's a higher threshold for pain. I got plastic surgery to try to look young and try to look like I needed to be on TV out in Los Angeles. You heard a small clip of that on TMZ. See, it's interesting what he's doing here because he's trying to separate his past life from his life currently. He's saying old Kanye, let's say, old Kanye got plastic surgery to look young and I guess that could be true, um, but then it also tells me a tiny bit that he is interested in actually having some political presence in life. If he is trying to separate his past life from his current life, um, maybe he's just trying to play it up a little bit more, but then, I don't know, it sort of stacks his evidence in his favour. Okay, let's carry on. After getting the plastic surgery, that was the slippery slope to being addicted to Percocets. Percocets release serotonin and endorphins in your mind that are similar to when you have an orgasm and are also a cousin and a sister of heroin. So basically, some could say I was addicted to a smaller form of heroin. Okay, so he is correct in saying that in, in most senses. Um, though I believe orgasms have a similar similar um, addiction level to cocaine. You get a similar uh, neurochemical release to cocaine when you have an orgasm, though. Um, but okay, he is right in uh, a few senses here. You know, you can, dis you can disagree with the majority of the things he says, but then... I don't know. I think he is he's onto something uh, as far as uh, pharmaceutical industries are concerned, how they are a problem in America. Um but let's carry on. Let's listen through interesting point he's raising though. Only 1 minute 21 seconds in. And I would live in this mick mansion in this gated community with my Maybach and I would drive to Calabasas high as a mother. <laughs> That's the one that my dad is sitting at home waiting for Fox News to run that. Say, he said he was high as a mother. <laughs> I find it interesting how he's pointing out the uh, the way the media is going to change his message. That means that he's very conscious about what the media is going to do. He knows this is going to have an imprint. He knows people are going to be talking about this. So if he could make sort of short little snapshot messages that are so quotable and can be taken out of context. He knows that that can propel him forward. Um, and again, he's somewhat trying to separate his past life from his current life, which is another interesting take. So there's sort of two, two sides there. One side suggesting that he is trying to have a media slam dunk and another side saying that he does have genuine political ambitions. Um, so I'm still confused as to which is which. 
But let's carry on. I just think that's an interesting observation, though. Because I went through a process of one thing leading to the next thing, leading to the next thing, leading to the next... No, it ain't the next thing. It's the same thing. It's a cycle. It's the same thing. We are trapped in a loop. Now, I'm watching the video of him speaking right now as well as recording, so... You can see how emotive he really is. When he's saying, and the next thing, and the next thing, he's sort of turning around like a carousel. Um, he's using repetition quite a lot, which is a tactic Donald Trump put into play um, when he was going against Hillary Clinton in 2016. Um, and some would argue that that's part of the reason why he captivated a lot of America. Uh, which is a very interesting way of convincing people, but it is a way... Um, but yeah, I just, I find it interesting how he is so emotive during his speeches as well. It's sort of my experience to watching it versus your experience to listening to it would be very different. Okay, let's, uh, let's carry on. We are going to break that trap. Let me go to Planned Parenthood. The statement is... Okay, so it had a cut there, so that makes me tell that this is a somewhat edited video. Um... He's talking about a vicious circle, which vicious circles tend to be almost impossible to break. Um, it, it would take a lot of... He's talking about the vicious vicious circle of medication, uh, which the only possible way of stopping that is having, I don't know, tighter medical regulations in America. But then I'm, again, I'm not the right person to be talking about this because I'm from the UK and... I'm I'm not 1,000% sure on American politics, but I'm just uh, really here trying to see whether Kanye West is interested in the social media clout or interested in actual change, let's say. Okay, so let's go to his planned parenthood. In the Bible it says, thou shalt not kill. I remember... Alright, I'm going to pause right there. He's using the Bible already, so you can tell that he's... He's very religiously motivated, which I would argue is very dangerous. Um, now, that's very dangerous, whether it's Christian, Muslim, Jewish, uh, or Hindu, whatever. It's very, it's very dangerous to be sort of blinded by ideology. Um, and if you follow a book that was written 2,000 years ago, you're never really gonna, um, you're never really gonna properly grasp to, to today's standards. Okay, so um, I think it is dangerous that he is citing religion so much. That my girlfriend called me screaming and crying. And I was just thinking, because at that time I was a rapper, I was out there, I had different girlfriends and everything, and I just thought to myself, I, and I, I want to word this in a way that, hey, I don't give a f I'm going to word it like what I just thought of yeah. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Okay, before <laughs> before he words it how he wanted to word it, though, is a very charismatic way of speaking like that because he knew from the very start that that's how he was going to word it. Um, he really is trying to push the narrative, let's say, of him changing, that it's him then versus him now, which does lead me to believe that he is interested in having political ambitions in life. Um... But then there are so many pieces of evidence stacked against that. Um, but yeah, I just find it really interesting that he's just 
that's sort of like the fourth time now he's tried to separate his life from then and now. Um, so that's quite blatant. So let's sort of press play and see where we are at. I just thought to myself, please don't tell me I gave Kim Kardashian AIDS. That's going to be the worst thing. Again, you can just really see how he has his whole audience right in the palm of his hand. Um, <laughs> it's quite funny, actually. He is, he is quite a charismatic speaker. Um, he hopes he didn't give Kim Kardashian AIDS. You know, that's something that's quite open. That's sort of the same brashness that Donald Trump had. So, though it's very unlikely he would ever get elected... Um, I don't think people can say anything anymore by, you know, how chaotic recent politics have been. Uh, so, yeah, that is really, it really is funny how he's using humour so much to, to convince people. Okay, let's carry on. And I said yes, and I said no. <laughs> Again, that's the fifth time now he's pushed the little idea that he's he was having the rapper lifestyle and he no longer has the rapper lifestyle, though he still is very much a rapper. Um, yeah, well, that's obviously his claim to fame, isn't it? Hip hop and rapping. Um, so, yeah, I just that's if you could take one thing away from this, it would be the fact that he is really trying to push the idea that he is not old Kanye let's say, um, which I think uh, some people are upset about, but if he were to be in a position of political power, I wouldn't want him to be a rapper. I'd want him to be um, much more much more of a statesman, which I find uh, I have the inkling that that won't happen. One month and two months and three months, we talked about her not having this child. She had the pills in her hand. Do people know these pills where you take the pills? And if you take it, it's a wrap. The baby's gone. So I was sitting up in Paris, and I had my leather pants on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You already yeah. know. If you got leather pants on, you already know who this person must think they are. Right? And I'm in the apartment where my wife was actually robbed. Again, there's the sixth time he's done that now. Um... He's saying if they have leather pants on, you already know what that type of person is. You know, that was him. He was the dude with the leather pants on. Um, so he really is just pushing the idea that he is not old Kanye. It's like that. You have to take that away from this. I am not old Kanye anymore, which is why you should vote for me. Um, OK, so he's he's clearly at that point of time considering having an abortion, which is a very serious topic for, for many, many people. Um, and I sort of have a similar opinion to Eric Weinstein when abortion's concerned, because I don't really think it's an argument. I think if people want to have the baby, they can. If people don't want to have the baby, they can't. There's not, there's not really an argument for it. Um, there's so many ways of preventing having a baby in the first place. Okay, so let's carry on. 
And I have my laptop up and I've got all of my creative ideas. I got my shoes, I got my next album cover, I got communities, I got clothes, I got all this. And the screen went black and white. And God said, if you f my vision, I'm gonna f with yours. And I called my wife. Okay, again, using the religion a little bit too much, isn't he? You know, that that really does show where his motives lie. How it's religion dictates life in so many ways for so many people. And I I don't believe that the uh somebody who's pretty fanatical about religion should be having their personal life being controlled by arguably somebody who doesn't exist. Um so just a a little uh, warning light there has has turned on how he's constantly been citing to religion and God how God's the reason why um, and God will lead us to greatness I think that's quite a dangerous mindset and it's also the same mindset that has created many many wars in history okay let's uh, carry on with Kanye West's political rally and she said we're going to have this baby. I said, we're going to have this child. I know people that are 50 years old that didn't have the children, that didn't have that child, that have never got to experience the, le even the level of joy that I experienced from having a child. So even if my wife were to divorce me after... See, the one thing I, I kind of find a little bit fishy about all of this or it leaves somewhat of a bitter taste in my mouth, is the fact that he was considering doing it, and now he's he's kind of lecturing and also potentially forcing legislation that will stop people from having the choice to do it. It's like, well, at one point you were considering it, so you've got to sort of empathise with people who are considering that kind of thing, um, because putting a life into the world is such a big deal. And if you're not equipped for it, then you're not equipped for it. Um, so, yeah, the fact that he has, he himself has doubted the fact that he was equipped. Um, and now he's telling people they shouldn't doubt. Um, it's just somewhat suspect to me. Okay, let's carry on. This speech, she brought North into the world, even when I didn't want to. She stood up and she protected that child. Which, by the way, that is something that's been circulating in the news recently, that they're going to get a divorce. So we're just going to leave that one there and carry on. You know who else protected a child? Who do you think, I'm, who do you think might have protected a child? Okay, I think it's good that he said that his mum protected him, and not God. Um, though the audience did shout God, you can see how the audience is motivated. Uh, by the way, I thought I should add, actually, he's got a security uh, bulletproof vest on. So he really does look quite, um, I don't know, I'm not even going to, I don't actually know. He looks quite interesting, let's say. I don't, I can't find the correct word to even describe. My mom saved my life. 
there would have been no Kanye West because my dad was too busy. Okay, by the way, he, he started crying um, at the idea of there being no Kanye West. Or possibly at the idea of him not having his child, I don't know. Um, I see his argument, and I can empathise with his argument, but then... I still, I don't think the abortions argument, I, I don't think it's a very good argument. You know, there's so many ways of preventing having a child in the first place that there's almost no need to bring up the point. Um, but yeah, it's something that's very, very much used as a hot button political topic. It's like, it's how you captivate a certain, a certain audience, I guess. Okay, let's carry on. Okay, so clearly he's very emotional about that, and also he knows what he said there. Even though he's saying that in, in a flare-up of emotion, he knows him saying, I almost killed my daughter, is going to get uh, a huge reaction from the media. And then it's also going to become quite memeable as well. And as soon as something's memeable and also uh, prominent in the media, it's how you attract so much attention, and it's how you attract people looking up your name. My, I looked up his name, for example, because of how memeable the I almost murdered my daughter was. I heard about that before I even looked at this. Okay, um, so I, th I think he really has mastered, mastered this speech in many senses, though there's lots and lots I disagree with. Um, he knows, he knows where the media is going to lie, and he knows he's got it in the palm of his hand. He knows how prominent he really is, and he's going to play that in aces, I believe. All right, let's carry on. No! Anyone no! You have an option of $50,000 a year that I will support with the organization that I make yes. to take care of your child. Shut up! Shut up! No! Shut up! 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 Shut I have no idea what he's saying there, whether that will be some form of legislation. If so, it's probably quite unwise, because you'll see people taking advantage, and as sad as that sounds, it will happen. Um, but okay, sure, he's quite emotional about this topic, he wants to convince people that Plan B is never the option. Um, when when I, I kind of take the stance where you should sort of butt out of something so personal for people, um, but still, interesting, interesting take. Let's carry on. We're almost at the end. Okay, so there's another little edit there, and now he's talking about gun violence. So let's sort of briefly touch back on uh, birth control and what have you. 
I think if you're gonna want if you're gonna want to send one message across, it should be education. It should be knowing what you're doing, knowing you should wear prophylactics. Um, it's prophylactic the right word, I believe so. Uh, knowing you should have protection, knowing you should do all of these things uh, to prevent having a baby in the first place if you don't want one. Um, so I think the key answer there is education. Education is always harmless. There's no bad that can happen from education. Um, but if you want to sort of force people, then I don't know. I think that gets uh, quite quite into dodgy, murky territory. All right, let's let's look at his opinion on gun violence. I think I can imagine what he's going to say, and I'm going to predict predict it's going to be on the lines of. Guns don't murder people, people murder people. All right, so let's, uh, let's go through. I know a place where you can shoot guns for free. Shooting guns are fun. Yes, they are. Yeah. people who get a gun and- They're fun on a shooting range, yes. They're fun in a very controlled situation, yes, sure. Um, but not when, I don't know, you have somebody with underlying mental health issues with- just racks and racks of ammo and guns and things that can just go to town on people. Really, you look at the Las Vegas shooting, you know, at Mandalay Bay, that's a great example of why the Second Amendment is somewhat foolish. Um, and, and the argument, oh, guns are fun, though, is somewhat silly. I believe in people having freedoms, um, but I don't believe in... I don't know, having a tool that can so easily put someone's life away is, um, seems to me so ludicrously dangerous that I don't know why you would even take the risk. You know, the Second Amendment was the right to bear arms, and maybe the right to bear arms during the 1800s was perfectly fine, um, but the right to bear AR-15s and what have you seems a little bit far-fetched. Okay. Let's carry on from his point that guns are fun. Age six. The thing is, if you guys put down all of your weapons, what happens if other countries that own media, that own China, that... Yeah, what's the homer? I accidentally said it. They, when, when other countries come in and you have no weapons, what do you think is going to happen? You will be enslaved. Um, I kind of would like the idea of showing him what the UK is. Uh, well, we don't have the right to bear arms. We haven't been enslaved yet. Um, so, yeah, I kind of don't see that point. Um, but sure, the, the thing that will stop you from being enslaved is your military your armed forces. Uh, in that case, guns are very useful. Um, but that's that's completely different to somebody having an AR-15 on their back and then doing something beyond idiotic with it. Okay, we are sort of very much nearing the end. Israeli women know how to fire a firearm. They are trained to do this. It's Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I knew that would be in there somewhere. I I predicted that. If you scratch back, I predicted that being in there somewhere. It had to be, doesn't it? 
Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, it's true. But it's a hell of a lot easier to kill someone with a gun than it is with a hand. Right? When you're on hand-to-hand combat, yeah, of course it can happen. If somebody wants to murder someone, nine times out of ten it's going to happen anyway. But then, also, a gun makes it so goddamn easy. Like, if there's somebody who's going to murder someone, at least try and give them a little bit of a challenge. Right? A little bit. You know, it's it's a ludicrous point saying guns don't kill people because... It's, uh, I know it's true, but it just makes it so much easier. It's so easy to kill someone with a gun, right? But if you just don't give them the option, then, well, hey, there's going to be less people dying of gun violence, isn't there? Um, yeah, it's a little bit like the blanket of social media, right? You, you feel so safe and easy when you're um, hiding under your Twitter blanket, right? Because nobody's going to come and punch you through your screen, are they? So you can say almost anything. You become so unfiltered. And in real life, the gun is kind of similar to that Twitter blanket because you know that you can say whatever you like to someone and at worst comes to worst, you're the one who has the power on whether they live or die. Um, so I think that's just silly. I really, oh, It really is silly. Uh, okay, um, I'm not going to try and lose myself on gun control, because I know most Americans will end up hating me for it, um, so, yeah, that's Kanye West's first political rally, a few things I'd like to add is I've done a tiny little bit of reading just before I watched this video, and he did say that any areas he wasn't too sure on, he would leave down the, leave, leave it to the experts, let's say. And he also said that he would um, work with Elon Musk when dealing with space travel. Uh, And I don't think that's such an awful idea, actually, surprisingly. Um, Though it makes things even more memeable, and honestly makes me think even more that it's a social media slam dunk more than anything else. I don't think it's an awful idea working with somebody like Elon Musk as a space program of sorts. I feel like uh, somebody like Elon has the country's best interest at heart, or even the world's best interest at heart. Um, so yeah, I think it's interesting. I My verdict is it's a, a political slam dunk. It's something, sorry, a social media slam dunk. Um, it's something that he's using to get some clout from and propel his name forward. The likelihood of him being elected as an independent is almost zero, um, though you can't really say anything anymore about politics. Uh, I I think that this is not some some stronghold of of uh, opinions and desire for change. I think it is purely purely just what's going to get him in the news. Uh, okay, so that's that's sort of my. Um, overall opinion or overall prediction let's say uh i'd like to see where this uh turns out though how this turns out i think it is an interesting little uh it's an interesting little idea to play with for sure because i do like the idea of uh let's say non-politicians going into politics because i think it widens the gap for 
genuine intellectuals to be a part of politics which is a which is definitely an idea that somebody like Eric Weinstein could elaborate on far more than I could but yeah interesting little video I'm gonna leave the podcast there today and the in the outro I always say intro the outro music should be rolling now and I'm also gonna say goodbye <laughs> Guns don't kill people, people kill people. (laughs)